0: Hello, everyone, and
1: welcome back to the Sarah Antics podcast. Yes, we are back for episode 67. And of course, Matt Dyer, season two, episode number two. And oh, it is a treat this episode, Matt Dyer. We have got the first special of the season. How do you feel about this?
0: Yes, we have. I, I mean, pff, I'm very excited for it, so good, because uh, wait, let's be honest, it's my thing.
1: Would you like to it's reveal to the passion. listeners uh, what we are doing this week? Ladies and gentlemen, this week, Sam and I
0: are doing a Formula One. It's not a pre-season special because we've had pre-season, but the first race is this weekend. So we're doing a Formula One special. A pre-season actually starting.
1: Yeah. Pre- and I, yeah. I, I, for one, can't wait. I for one can't wait, and no special, <laughs> no special would be complete without obviously turning it into a bit of a, a bit of a plonk cast. But I, uh, uh, this week I've got uh, for this special uh, Judith's dry gin uh, and tonic. So, yeah, Cheers,
0: you, Judith.
1: <laughs> well, so go. I've got a uh,
0: wedlock spring water. Still water.
1: Mm.
0: Not sparkling. Merry Christmas. No. Oh, no, I don't like oh, no, I, sparkling water can get in the bin. It's awful. Mm. Horrible. Yes, it does anyway, taste that like static. let's ecstatic. not get bogged down.
1: <laughs> uh, static. Yeah. Anyway,
0: let's not get bogged down with
1: who likes what drinks. hmm. Yes. Yes. How have you been this week? I've been good, Matt. I've been good. I've, uh, what have I done this week? This is a good question. Not much is the answer. Um, I've obviously had, I had Monday off and can't really remember what I did. Um, and then I've just been, just been working. You know how it is. I went out last Saturday for, I it must be the first time I've gone out on a Saturday and I can't remember when. Um. And yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, I had a bit of a, a, bit, a bit of a uh, debacle with uh, Royal Mail, though, if you'll remember rightly. Oh, oh, Lord, I do. Mad <laughs> mm. I do remember the uh, debacle, yes. I was not happy. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, I love whiskey. And part of me loving whiskey, I, I subscribe to this whiskey club where once every two months I get a bottle of whiskey. And... I spend 50 pounds on this every two months and the whiskey can r- usually range between 50 pounds and upward to whatever. And this month it was due for arrival on Saturday when I was out, I was just like, okay, fine. And they said they're going to re-deliver on the Sunday. Sunday I sat in, I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, come on, I need to go shopping. I need to do this, I need to do that. Oh, come on, where is it? Where are they? Um. Oh my God, no one rang my doorbell and they said, oh yeah, we had some access issues. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't get it to you, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, right, not having this. Shoes went on, mm-hmm. ran down, grabbed my keys, ran downstairs, went out into the, the car park and went sort of round the corner a bit. And I saw the postman stuck at the traffic lights at the end of the road. Oh dear. He just didn't want to make a right time. I was, I was uh, on a scale of one to 10. How, uh, Oh, off the mark, off the charts, oh. uh, we're talking 13, 14 around there. I was absolutely oh raging, but, uh, other than that, my it's been an okay week, um, work's been obviously work. Um, and yeah, how have you been this week?
0: Uh, yeah, it's been a okay, okay week. Uh, end of last week, beginning of this week, it's been quite uh, heavy in terms of the volume of what I've had come in for me to do at work. Um, and today, of all days, the system, at the end of the day, decided, nope, didn't want to work anymore. The button that I had to press to get the temperature graph, the button wasn't there anymore, Segura. So oh, my God the button was not there <laughs> um so gold knows what's going to happen when i get back in tomorrow if that's still the case i might just take an early bath i think um but sigora i am i am beyond excited okay exactly. i am beyond excited because tomorrow sigora at the time of recording is friday and that means the practice 1 and 2 for the Bahrain Grand Prix is finally here. The season starts. I cannot wait for Crofty to say those words and it lights out and away we go. I might cry. Just going to say it now. It's been a long,
1: long time, hasn't it, Matt?
0: It it feels a long time. Actually, it hasn't been that long. This is the shortest off-season we've had ever, Mm -hmm. I think. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited. Formula One's going to be back in my life. 23 races this season.
1: It's going to be, it's going to be magic. Which race are you looking forward to the most?
0: Silverstone, of course, because I'll be there.
1: I was going to say, it has to be Silverstone. (laughs) It has to be. It's got
0: to be Silverstone. Um, But yeah, other than Formula One and work, um, I'm learning how to, Now, when we started the podcast, I had to learn how to audio edit. And now we're doing video podcasts. I have had to learn how to video edit. So I'm currently learning that as well. Um, went for a curry last night, so go as well. Oh, was that for the Bengal? Was for the Bengal. Yeah. Um, it was, it was okay.
1: Oh no, not the
0: best. Oh no. Left a bit disappointed, actually. Oh, no. Le- left very disappointed. <laughs> yes. Um, but that's all we'll say on the matter. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: so, shall we move on with this If anyone is special?
0: wondering what I'm twiddling, can I just very quickly point out, uh, if anyone's wondering what I'm messing around with, it's a pen, and an elastic band. I'm not doing anything else, but obviously that is just about off camera. So, you know... Occasionally you see see a hand go up like that. <laughs> it looks a bit dodgy. So I just wanted to establish it's a pen
1: and an elastic band. So, Robert, over to you, Sausage. I don't really know how to follow up with follow okay? up that, that, that. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know how to follow up after that.
0: <laughs> I had to get it out there because, you know, I don't want people thinking that I'm some kind of sick pervert uh, any more so than I actually already am. Good then. Good man. Uh, that's true, so. By
1: the way, we're going to move on from that, whatever that was, and move on into this special episode dedicated to Formula One. Now, but, uh, a lot of our <laughs> a lot of our audience may not um, follow Formula One or may not have been as into the preseason as you've been. So, could you summarise for Ooh. us the changes in Formula One this season? Well, there's
0: not actually that many changes. The main change is that, um, you may remember last year, um, the cars, particularly Mercedes, as is very famous, um, had an issue, uh, with porpoising. Yes. Uh, now, porpoising is where the, the car was going down the straight and, um, it was bouncing because it was too low to the ground. The aero was not quite, yeah narrowing um, so a change came in ready sharp second while talking <laughs> um, so a change came in that the teams had to go for a slightly higher rider height rider height <laughs> slightly higher ride height on the car um, now it's not really made any changes well it has made changing changes. The bouncing has pretty much gone. Uh, Mercedes seems to eradicated the porpoising issue, which is good. Good news. Um, that's really the only ma- ma- major change. Obviously, 2022 was the big change in terms of um, regulations and how the cars were going to be designed and things like that. Uh, so there, there haven't hasn't really been an, any major changes this year um but so as you said, I've been following testing very closely um we've been we've been privileged to have eight hours over three days um last week and um I watched all eight hours every day
1: goodness i'm that Good sad um, so also um, obviously there's there's also another layer layer of of a change and that is drivers so we'd like to quickly go through who is driving where this season and new entries where they came from i can it i can indeed circle up let me uh
0: let me just uh, hang on there is very good okay so i'll go through the driver roster um and what team they go for. Uh, we've got a couple of new rookies as well this season. Um, we had a couple of departures last season in cobra as well, of course, remember. We lost, well, we didn't lose. They're not he's dead. Not dead. Uh, we uh, lost from the sport uh, Sebastian Vettel, four-time yeah. world champion. He retired at the end of last year. God rest his soul. Um, we lost, well, he's not dead, Ciccobra. And he is now. We lost uh, Mick Schumacher.
1: That, that I am heartbroken um, on. That I am genuinely heartbroken on. Yes, he kind of got uh,
0: the chop from from Haas and is now a reserve driver for Mercedes. So,
1: yeah. I'm not saying we're going to cross fingers and that we also, Russell well, needs to finish his season early, of course, but... Uh...
0: You really love Nick Schumacher don't
1: you? <laughs> I do. I do.
0: Is it because of Michael?
1: It's partly because of Michael, but it's more I think what well, I think has took a really unfair stance on him, um, getting rid of him and well, I don't agree with that. Well, you say that. He did
0: cause million pounds what millions of damage.
1: I'm sorry, my cost. I? Two words. Pierre Gasly. He's still driving. What? what? Hello? Pierre, Pierre Gasly's still driving. He's still Pierre got a seat. Gasly. Yeah. And he's caused more damage than Mick did last year. What? <laughs> there
0: isn't...
1: He did last year. He did. He caused a lot more damage than Mick did last year, I feel.
0: Okay, well, we're gonna to agree to disagree on that. <laughs> uh don't get me wrong. I am a big, big Schumacher family uh fan. Uh but Mick did he did some good drives last season. Don't get me wrong. Silverstone, for example. Oh, I mean he had Verstappen at the end. Um that's where he got his first point, actually. But yeah, it wasn't a great season for Mick Schumacher last season. Um, and the last uh, absentee, of this obviously, is uh, Danny Rick. Uh, Daniel Ricardo. Again, another one. ousted out of McLaren. Mm-hmm. Well, we're yeah. all upset about Danny Rick, and I hope I hope and pray that he can find a team to come back into the sport, because he just is a fresh air. Um in the sport. And uh, I think I really rate him as a driver. I think he's really good. You don't win nine races for nothing. Um, he's quite a solid driver, yeah, though. That's very solid. You can always tr- depend on him. Not so much the McLaren years, Obviously, that didn't work out. Um, but very, very, very good driver. Okay, so they're they were the changes uh, in terms of people going out. And we'll get to the changes of people coming in uh, as I go through the roster. So Red Bull this year, no changes. We've got a uh, double world champion, Max Verstappen. And uh, Sergio Perez in that second Red Bull seat. Ah, oh, Checo. A t- very tainted seat, let's be honest. We do love Checo. Uh, what was it? He was called uh, the Mexican Military of uh, military Defense uh, or something. Uh, after the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix in uh, 2021, which obviously we don't talk about, so no, we um, don't. So new. No. So that's Red Bull, uh, Ferrari. We got uh, everybody's favourite Charles Leclerc and uh, Carlos Sainz. No changes uh, on that. Mercedes, hopefully, gonna bounce back. Not sure, but we remain in hope. Uh, they have obviously got Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Uh, Alpine we've got a change at Alpine Mm -hmm. we have got Esteban Ocon as per last year I really rate Esteban as a driver but you know others don't but we'll move on and uh, Pierre Gasly has come to see that second seat taken over from Alonso who has gone to Aston Martin McLaren there was a big hoo-ha last year, so You may remember. The the Oscar Piastri situation and that uh infamous tweet, shall we say? Um so he's the rookie he is a rookie coming into that second McLaren seat effectively. And Lando Norris is obviously still with us, doing bits in that McLaren, outperforming it all the time. But I am biased, obviously. <coughs> um Alfa Romeo Sauber Valtteri Bottas and Guan Yu Zhou or Zhou Guan Yu so uh, changed is it Return. no change no change in the uh, in that driver pairing uh Aston Martin we've got Lance Stroll of course he's never not going to be in that team is he he's going to he's he's going to be an elderly man of that team so Grubber, as long as his dad is running it um and Fernando Alonso, as I touched on briefly a second ago, that is um, a great sizing. Replace... Alonso. Yeah.
1: Not stroll. Fucking hell, not stroll. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know why I said that. Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Alonso coming in effectively, I would say, the team leader now. Um, Good to be to be Seen. Uh, Haas. We've got another change, Tech rubber. Obviously, Mick Schumacher out. Nico Hulkenberg. The super sub is back. I do love a bit of Nico. I won't lie. And we, we do like the Hulk. And, uh, Kevin Magnussen, obviously, in that, um, in the first seat. Uh, Alpha Tari. We've got Yuki Tsunoda. Um, so I, we'll get into Yuki um, in a couple of sections time, um, but alongside him we've got another rookie. He did a race last year when um, Alex Albon had uh, had his appendix out, I think, and there was there was there was a huge complication or something. Um, so yeah, he couldn't race in Monza last year. So Nick de Vries, um came in. And absolute solid drive. Got points in his first race, Segura. Um, and, yeah, lastly, the two Williams drivers. We've got Alex Albon, as I just touched on, and another rookie, Logan Sargent. Um, mm. And that's uh, that's the drivers we've got this
1: year, Segura. Very good. Very good. Now, this year, I would say, obviously, we've got quite a lot of um, new blood coming in. And a lot of changes, as you've touched on there. Of the rookie drivers, there's one person I've got in mind that I think will do better than the rest. But who is your, who is the one that you would earmark as the the fastest rookie driver, the one to get the most points this season? It's very difficult to say, Thigur,
0: because. Um... In preseason testing, McLaren were again nowhere. Really, really, really poor preseason testing for McLaren. Um, Oscar Piastri has been has been in many occasions on uh, social media and stuff like that amongst the uh, the community is a world champion of the future. He is a fantastic, fantastic driver. He's won all the junior formulas, Formula 3, Formula 2, world champion in both. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how he goes up against Lando, though. I mean, Lando is no, he's not slow, let's be honest. Um, yeah. So we'll see with that McLaren. But uh, to answer your question, on paper, it should be Oscar Piastri. Um, but I also rate Nick DeFries as well. I think he's, um, I think he's going to be a dark horse, not to, to win the championship, obviously, but to get some good points for a struggling AlphaTauri team. Yeah.
1: Um, now you just mentioned it slightly there. Who is your dark horse for the championship? There's no dark horse. We know who's going to win the championship. (laughs) I think we, We know who is going to be in and out, in and around. So, okay, I'll rephrase. Who is going to be the shock of the season? the The one person that finishes much higher than you expect them to be. Who do you think that's going to be this season? Obviously, we're effectively clearing out the top six. Effectively, we're clearing out the top six at this point. But you think Fernando? We'll touch on it um, shortly.
0: But that Aston Martin, if we go by testing, looks absolutely rapid and a solid car. Mm. And I think they could be, for at least the first few races, I think they are going to be up there, flash, probably beating Mercedes. Mercedes? That's what I'm going to say. This is going to come back to bite me on the ass, but I think Aston Martin, (laughs) at this present time, unless... Mercedes have been completely lying to us which I don't think they will after last season Mercedes, uh, Aston Martin have at the moment I think the quicker car and the more stable car and will outperform Mercedes in the first few races at least until like Baku time
1: okay. that's what okay. I think anyway um, obviously every season with Formula 1 there's the, the the team that doesn't get off the mark quickly and then when you get around it's usually just before the mid-season break um they start to do change to the car and they start to tweak things and then in the second half of the season they kind of make the beginnings of a comeback for you which car are you disappointed with in testing but hope by end of the season, would have recovered themselves? It's
0: got to be McLaren, Segura. Um, yeah. McLaren did the fewest laps out of everybody in testing, and Lando Norris did the fewest laps out of all the drivers. I think he did, like, 35 laps throughout the whole three days. Um, whereas... Um, you know, other teams were doing like 400 and something laps uh, over the three days, McLaren are going to be really on, on the back foot. And my, my real concern is that they need to upgrade that car quickly because if other teams are going to get good points, by the time we get to McLaren, you know, realistically making a challenge again for the midfield, are the are the other teams going to be too far for them to catch? It's, it's difficult to tell, and it's going to be a complete unknown until, obviously, lights out uh, on Sunday. We won't know the full extent of what those cars are capable of. Yeah. But to me, McLaren have really got to buck their ideas up because it's this is the second year in a row that their pre-season testing has been an absolute fucking disaster.
1: But it was a disaster Sorry last to put it year. So bluntly. <laughs> It was it was a a disaster last year, as you rightly said, but they did Mm. they did remarkably well by the end of the season.
0: Well, you say that, but they still lost to Alpine in the in the championship.
1: They did, but I think they, I think what I think, yeah. If if we're being right, if we're calling a cow cow, once all the all the whispers. Once I think Danny Rick's head fell out of fell out of it and, and then his heart went, I think that he didn't do himself a good service in the car, which I think cost him a lot of points. But then again, if you know you've not got a drive next year, it's kind of fair enough. But I don't know if you agree or not or disagree, but yeah, that's that's what I all thought towards the end of last I season. disagree. I
0: I disagree, but for the purposes of to agree to disagree... We're going to move on. We both have our opinions, obviously. We're going to move on. (laughs) Otherwise, we could be here all night.
1: Okay. Before we go into the final section, that Sorry for touching you again. Uh, Just need to refresh... Have a a sip of beverage. There's one thing, there is one question I do have for you. Um, Every year, we both get quite um, angry towards a certain driver. Yep. Do we think... He could be caught this year. It's my final question before we move on to obviously the final section, but do you think he can be caught this year? Based on testing alone, that I should add that just based on the testing you've watched.
0: Well, um, okay. Well then I've got two separate answers then. Okay. Because based on testing, no, the will walk the championship. But you have to remember that because of, you know, obviously they breached the cost cap. Yes. so their time in the wind tunnel was significantly reduced now that's not going to play much of a part to begin with but towards the latter half of the season when they've run out of wind test time and other teams are still putting upgrades on and still got that time to you know upgrade bits it's going to be closer um but as that Red Bull just looked too good in testing. I've, I've got to be honest. Um, so um, I've got other bits to say on that, but we'll i will wait for the next section on that. So I don't want okay. to put all my eggs in one basket.
1: No, that's, that's fair enough. So moving on to the next section. And this is, this is the, the nitty gritty. This is Minor Matt's opinions on effectively Form, Formula One as a whole in this, in, in, 2023 20, we are going to now rank where we think all the drivers and the constructors will finish from lowest should to we do highest the teams first yes let's move on let's do the constructors first um who have you got a number 10
0: right number 10 actually should I tell you before
1: before 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 I think we should do two teams. So do ten and nine first, and then discuss, and then move on and do eight, seven, etc., etc.
0: Okay. So what we'll do is I'll do, I'll do the first two, um, and then you give your two. Yeah. And then we'll discuss against each other. That's what I okay, just said. Okay. So done number it ten. Yes, I know, Sigoura. We've we've had a day like that, okay? Oh, my God. For context, everyone, I did exactly the same earlier. Sam came up with this idea. I said, that sounds like a good idea. Why don't we do it like this as well? And it was exactly the same thing that Sam had already said. I just put a few extra words in. <laughs> Apologies, I see. Apologies. Let's have
1: a drinks break. So, all, on, to number, 10.
0: number 10 for me. We love them. Everyone loves them. But I can't see them making much progress on last year. It's Williams. For me, it's it's going to be difficult for them. Um, the car, though, it did the car had very good reliability in testing. A car looked pretty good, but again, I just i i can't see them getting many points. And it pains me to say it because I just love them as a team. Um, and I hope one day they can get back up near the front. But yeah, number ten. Williams, uh, number nine. Segura. Alfa Romeo Sauber. Oh my God. Okay. Um, it's a controversial call because you've got yeah. two good drivers there. you got Valtteri Bottas and Guan Yu Zhou or Zhou Guan Yu. Um, They had some reliability issues last year, especially the Ferrari engine, remember that. The Ferrari engine last year yeah. they had to turn down at some tracks because it just was not reliable at all. So yeah, number nine for me, Alfa Romeo Salva. Okay.
1: Okay, um, so my number 10 is also Williams. Again, same reasons as you've just given. Bastard.
0: How could you do such I a thing? I just don't.
1: I, I just don't. I just don't think they're going to do it. My number nine is probably, I would argue, probably everyone else's number nine as well. And that's Alpha Tauri. Okay. Only because. I can see why he did that. It's a struggling team. They've brought in a rookie. The rookie needs to bed in. And can Sonoda get the points the team needs to get up the Constructors' Championships? No, but do I think they'll beat Williams? Yes.
0: AlphaTauri are are a weird one for me because they've had such good seasons in the past where that car has been in the midfield and really, like, pretty damn close to, you know, constantly good performances. But last season, that car was nowhere. It really was not a particularly good car. Um, and I think that's probably why Pierre Gasly left yeah. as well. I mean, obviously, the whole going to a French team as well. Yeah, you know, it's a no-brainer for him. But that Alpha Tauri was not a good car. And I have a feeling, and as much as it pains me to say, I don't think it's good it's, I mean it's definitely not a looker this year. Fuck it. Hell. When they released that livery, I was nearly sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to say it. It's an awful, awful livery. Um but yeah, I don't think that I don't think that, that car is gonna be chucking up good performances, unfortunately. But again, remains to be seen. Okay, so have you got uh eight and seven then? Number eight, Alpha Tari, for me. Um, I think they're going to perform better than Alpha Romeo in terms of reliability. I think they're pretty... The Alpha Romeo looked fairly strong last year, but I think the reliability comes down to it. Um, it's a 23-race season. It's a long season. Um, and I don't know, Nick. like I said, Nick De Vries. I, I, re- I do rate him as a driver and I think he's going to pull off some some fair point scoring challenges um, but yeah I think realistically AlphaTauri is, is going to be the 8th fastest team uh, number 7 I've gone for Haas Gunther Steiner what a guy oh god okay they're watching Drive to Survive, uh, so at work. And every five minutes, I'm not going to do the accent because I can't do his accent. He said, Fuck it, I've got to get on the phone to Gene. I did the accent. <laughs> He's always, always, I need to phone Gene. I need to phone Gene. Um, Has Hass always start the season very strong. They do, they start off very strong, and then they kind of fizzle out towards the end well, towards the middle and the end, because they don't really have sponsorship, so they don't have a lot of money to spend on upgrades. Like last year, they only bought one upgrade package throughout the entire year. Um, This year, they've got a a title sponsor, so they've got more money, and they've actually been able to actually pretty get close to the, um, the budget cap. So we should be seeing... Upgrades on Haas throughout the uh, throughout the season, so I think Haas are going to have a stronger year. And obviously, we've got two very good drivers, very experienced drivers in Holkenberg and Magnussen. Yeah, bit of history between the two. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that that doesn't come back to bite them. Uh, but yeah, number seven for me, Haas. Again, use Ferrari engines, by the way. So reliability, just, you know.
1: So, on. I've gone for Alpine at eight and Alfa Romeo at seven.
0: Okay. You put Alfa Romeo ahead of Alpine.
1: Only because if you look at the, for me, the drivers that are in Alfa Romeo will get the best out of that car but the drivers Alpine I wouldn't I don't put m- as much faith in if that makes sense so as we remember from last year uh, a certain driver Alfa Romeo made their car the width of the track and didn't let anyone through and he was absolutely incredible and the other just got the points I feel for Alfa Romeo they've got good drivers they've got a very good relationship with the drivers they have and i think that will edge them further up i think they are going to pick up a lot of a lot of the stray points um as the season gets on but yeah for me number 8 alpine number 7 alpha romeo
0: okay Number six, yeah. Socorro.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not going to believe I've done this. You're Number six, to
1: McLaren. Oh, my God. Based
0: on what I said about them being poor in testing and how that it could affect the first good few races, um, I've really been... Uh, McLaren are really... I love McLaren, as you know, Mm. McLaren is, is, is my team, but we've been on this trajectory now where we had Lando and and Carlos Sainz in the team and we were going up, we were going up and we were going up and the performances from both drivers, incredible. Um, then obviously we had COVID hit, um, And um, we then obviously had Lando nearly winning the race in Russia. That was a good race, but alas, between Lando and McLaren, they made a poor decision and that cost them. Then obviously signs left and we had Danny Rick. And Danny Rick at McLaren, it just didn't work out. We didn't get... He did win a race, remember, at Monza. Um, But other than that... It wasn't a great partnership, shall we say. Um, but yeah, the t- trajectory has just been going up and up. And then all of a sudden, it's just, it's coming back down. And then a mm. couple of times it goes up again a little bit. We don't seem to be on a trajectory of we're going to be a front-running team. And I don't, I kind of have my reasons why I think that is the case. I'm not gonna say it on this podcast because it's it's gonna it's gonna be really opinions that I don't want on a podcast. Okay. I'll tell you afterwards, I core, in my opinion. But yeah, for me, McLaren are gonna have a really poor start. I think they're gonna be fifteenth or worst, worse or worse in races, especially the first two or three. And then they'll gradually get better throughout the year and start making up the points again. Um, but yeah, number six, McLaren, number five, Alpine. Alpine, are a strange team in the sense of they've been making some very good progress the last few years. Um, they've got now. We've now got a French team with two French drivers in Ocon and um, Gasly. I rate both of them. A lot of people don't have a lot of time for for Ocon, but I do rate him as a driver. Very tall, Segrewell Esteban Ocon. Not that has anything to do with anything we're talking about, but he's a very tall driver. Um, Alpine obviously was fourth place in the constructors last year. They had a very good season, despite all the reliability issues with Alonso. So realistically, if they took the reliability issues out, they would have been easily fourth without the fight with McLaren last season. Um, Realistically, I think they're going to have another fairly solid year. Um, I mean, when I was listening to testing, there were so many rumors in the paddock, but that Alpine was absolutely rapid and going to be really really far up there. But from what I saw of it and a lot of what a lot of people saw of it, the car was not particularly happy in terms of going through corners. Um so I don't think it's gonna be a well beater, but it's gonna be a solid
1: middle of the pack. Yeah. Fifth place for me. Okay. This is interesting. It's very interesting. Oh god. Oh Lord. number six for me, I've, at number six for me, I've also put McLaren. Um, Oh, okay. My reasoning was when, when we look back and we look at the the drivers that they've had, as you said, Lando's not had to be the number one driver, uh, sort of within like experience wise, let's say. Last, obviously Danny Rick, was the experienced driver almost in the number two seat, which is, you know, it's fine. But now that Lando has to be the experienced driver, as much as I love him to pieces, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure the combination is going to work well and not going to pick up points, is my opinion. I have to say
0: that if, if Oscar hits the ground running and is on level with Lando mm. is going to be a very, very interesting situation because McLaren love Lando. Like they, they will do anything yeah. to keep Lando. Yeah, yeah. But Oscar Piastri equally is set to be He's an unknown one of the, one of the next day, isn't best he? things.
1: It's just him. The, the unknown of him is the other thing.
0: Trying to think back to testing, he had a real. I mean, McLaren was just awful in testing, so it's very difficult to judge how well he did. He did have a spin, but that's you kind of expect that with a rookie driver, I suppose. Mm. Um, but you know, I agree, I agree to a degree what you said about McLaren. Um, I don't know, it's gonna be interesting to see.
1: And my number five, and this is another very, very interesting thing, because I thought I was going to have a really uh, controversial opinion about a team that I've not mentioned yet. But interestingly, you haven't mentioned them either. My number five is uh, Haas. That's not what... What do you mean I haven't mentioned them? I have mentioned them. No, 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 not Haas. There's another team that neither one of us has mentioned which I think is going to shock oh, I know. the yeah, audience. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so similarly similar to you, but I think that they are going to be a solid, it's going to be a solid drive, but they're going to be hitting, not getting enough points to get them up the championship. And I think they're just going to be sort of mid, uh, middle of the pack, um, unfortunately. But two solid drivers, two amazing drivers, in their own right as well. But
0: just to clarify, you think that Haas will beat Alpine?
1: Yes, because I think Alpine... Obviously, you can't really take a car one year and move it to the next. I understand that. But the reaction of the team from how unreliable the car was last year to how it is... Obviously, how they reacted to it last year being as unreliable as it was, nothing really improved properly. Um, Mm -hmm. And for me, I just think that Haas have two very good drivers in a car which is already it was already a pretty good car last year so it has improved i I hope it's improved obviously going year on year i think it's just gonna be middle of the pack drive for them for alpine i feel their reaction to the potential problems that the car and the season will bring will mean they don't pick up as many points and maybe if a driver goes out the other driver stays in, I don't know if, I don't, I don't believe they'll pick up the points that they, they need. Okay. Who have you got at four and three? Here we go.
0: So this is where, this is, this is where it goes. Right. Number four, Aston Martin. Aston Martin had, that's you clapping, by the way. It is, yes. um, <clears throat> Aston Martin had a very, very good testing. Um, They were without Lance Stroll because he injured himself. And um, so they had their third driver, their reserve driver, um, Filipe Drogovic. Again, very solid drive from him through testing. He's Yeah, good driver. Um, Alonso did many, many laps in that Aston Martin, and it just... It it pains me to say it, but it looks a very, very good car. Very good car. And we know what a lot of people already mentioned. I know. He's so old as well. It just annoys me. (laughs) He's about 104. He is. He's about 104 and he's still doing well. It really annoys me. Anyway, as I've said previously, that Aston Martin will beat Mercedes in the first few races. I'm calling it now. Mercedes, okay. In at number three, Segura. I think now this is going. Mercedes, finally. There we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, the Mercedes, I think, as I've said again, is going to be struggling the first few races. Um, in testing, like I said, the bouncing had gone, which is great. Um, the back end looked really not quite right. It looked not in the sense of like design-wise, just in the sense of the drivers were having to wrestle it round the corner. There was a lot of Lewis coming out of a corner and it like full on full lock drift. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't quite look stable. Now Lewis and George, both amazing drivers. George for me is, is a future world champion. Lewis, as we know, he's a seven-time world champion, arguably, arguably the greatest of all time. He knows how to drive a car. He knows how to handle yeah. a car. The, the car looked better, but they need to sort that issue out with the rear end. Once they do that, the car has potential. I mean, can we just, can we just say as well, we haven't really talked about the liveries apart from the Alpha AlphaTauri one. Mm-hmm. That Mercedes livery. <sighs> Oh God. I nearly had a trouser accident when I saw it for the first time, (laughs) Sakura. I nearly did.
1: Oh, it was incredible. Did you um Um, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but um did you see that Ferrari went round testing with Ragu in their um in their nose. Did you see that? I know what you're on about, (laughs) Sakura.
0: You, you're being a very <laughs> you're being a very Italianist there, Segura, aren't you? Just because their bit of front wing had a little bit of a dent in it as they were driving along, Honestly, I'd like you to apologise to the people of Italy now.
1: I can't. That's too funny. Right, the Ferrari okay. looks. The Ferrari um, does look a nice car. It does look. Sigoura,
0: a nice car. we're not. We just got to say we're not on Ferrari yet.
1: No. Okay. Come.
0: We're still on Mercedes. <laughs> so yeah, Mercedes, there we go. Sigma, <laughs> your turn.
1: Ferrari, there we go. Uh what, third? Hey? Oh no, sorry, no, I was just talking about the cars. You Ferrari.
0: <laughs> 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 over. Who do you think is gonna be in third?
1: Go. No, my my fourth um is Aston Martin as well, and my third is Mercedes. Oh sorry, yeah yeah. So ask Martin Mercedes, again, for me it's it's putting Alonso in that seat. It's going to be when close you put back. Alonso in that seat. For me, it's yeah. That's that's why I've gone that. And Mercedes, <sighs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I just I can't see them catching. Um, obviously, Red Bull Ferrari. Um, yeah, so, yeah. That's the big I've question, is
0: who did we put at number two and one?
1: Um, wow, well, I think we probably,
0: I think we've probably gone the same. We've probably, nah, we've gone the same. Full on. Uh, for me, Ferrari will be runners up again, and Red Bull will be the champions. As much as it kills me to say it, that Red Bull in testing, as I've already said, it just looks amazing. Whichever driver you've got in it, obviously Max is the prodigy anyway. Um, the Ferrari, I'm really unsure with the Ferrari because it looks to me that from testing that the way that car is set up to drive will suit Carlos Sainz better than it will Charles Leclerc.
1: Yeah. Um. Just thought I'd let you know. (laughs) I've gone exactly the same um, with Ferrari 2, Red Bull 1, only because, for me, Red Bull have, at the moment, this winning, winning formula. Yes, I do think that there's going to be some impact later on in the season, but at the start of the season, I can't see them doing anything but running away with it. There's um, not much I hate to say it,
0: but... I don't oh know, it kills me. Oh, that's the worst. Anyway, we've done the teams. Shall we move on to St. Robert? Um, now, obviously, we've got quite a few drivers to get through here. So I think what we should do is do the same as what we just did. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a, a, a few words, or a, you know, a couple well, of sentences I think we about could do...
1: why we put them where we have. I think do 20 to 16, 15 to 11... 10 to 6, and then top 5. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to write that down so cool because I'm going to forget. What was it? 20 so to 16. 20 to, 20 to 16, then 15 to 11, then 10 to 6, and then 5 to 1. So it's basically just five drivers each time. Okay. Okay. So who have you enough. got okay. between Shall 20 I and start? 16? <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm. Now, I just want to say, and I think that probably you will uh, be the same as me in this, in this situation, that coming up with the drivers from 11 to 20 was so much more difficult than drivers one to 10. 100%
1: agree. 100% agree.
0: I really struggled with 11 to 20. So these might be a bit off. Yeah, um, so I'm going to So agree apologies that. if you get offended. Okay, number 20, for me, Logan Sargent. Um, same, yeah. No, I that don't know much about Logan Sargent. Um, and he's in a Williams, and realistically, I can't see him getting points. So number 20, Logan Sargent. Number 19, for me, Yuki Sonoda. This year, for Yuki... He's D-Day. He has mm. to perform this year. Otherwise he will not have a drive next season. Last year, he was, had really bad races. I think he got lapped like three or four times in one race. Uh, and it, just a bit of a disaster year for Yuki last season. Um, so he's really got buck his ideas up, uh, 18. I've gone for Nico Hulkenberg. Ooh. Um, Number 17, I've gone for... Oh, no, I need to change that. That was a stupid thing to do. Uh, 17, Alex Albon. I think Alex is going to get a few points this year. He's a solid driver. I really like Alex as a driver and as a person. He's just a down-to-earth, decent human being, and that deserved points for me. Um and number sixteen, Kevin Magnuson in the Hass. Yes.
1: Do you think Haas Hello, so good in the bottom five. Both hases will be in the bottom five. Um
0: Yes, I do. As a
1: collective season. Okay. Okay. So twenty, I've gone. Sergeant, obviously. Um, Nineteen, I also went for Yuki Sonoda. Eighteen, I went for uh, Alex Al Bolognese, But I, um, yeah, I that I will you, se- <laughs> you put me seventeen, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think it'll be it'll be eighteen. Then I've gone number seventeen. Esteban Ocon.
0: You had the audacity <laughs> to have a go at me for putting both houses in the bottom five, and you've gone and put Esteban Ocon at number 17.
1: Mm-hmm. And you need at your head at testing, number, number 16. And number 16. Us. I've gone for... Ghastly. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Those of you listening, Matt has just walked off the screen.
0: Are you winding me up? No. no. My webcam is, is so annoyed, it's blurred me out.
1: It's still blurring you out. I think... It's still blowing me out do it, just let it adjust. Hello? It's not adjusting. You're still blurry. The walking offset has annoyed it.
0: It's it's uh, hello.
1: (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Come on. There we go. There we go. It's sort of <laughs> something
0: eventually. Okay. So you put Esteban Ocon at number
1: seventeen, yes, and Pierre Gasly sixteenth. Yes, as I said, I don't back from this season. Okay.
0: All right. Well, there are Who's no your... judgments here, Sekora. We're all friends here. It's your fifteen to eleven. Number fifteen, Sekora. <laughs> fifteen. Yep. Guan Yu Zhou. Fourteen. Nick DeFries. Thirteen. Valtteri Bottas. Twelve. Oscar Piastri. Eleven. Pierre Gasly. Okay.
1: Nothing more to say than that. No, not really. I've gone for Nick The Fridge. The (laughs) fifteen. Nick, Nick the Fridge I've gone for Nick
0: Nick Nick the Fridge at
1: fifteen I've gone for okay. um, I've gone for Piastri at fourteen okay. Joe at thirteen and at twelve stroll. That's an interesting one, but stroll. And then okay. number 11. The man, the myth, the legend. Nika Hulkenberg.
0: <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> you really butt lick hash, don't you? Mm. Wow. Thoughts better. <laughs> You think Nico Holcomb? Hulk- okay. All right, all right. No, no, no. That's fine. That's uh, a good, good selection there. So, uh, would you like my 10 to six? Yes, please. Number 10, Sir Lancelot, Lance Stroll. That's Number nine, Lando Norris. Number eight, Esteban Ocon. Number seven. Fernando Alonso. Number six, George
1: Russell. Okay. I have gone for number 10. Arlandor. Arlandor. Do like Arlandor. Arlandor. Number nine, Valtteri Bottas. Number eight, K-Mag.
0: Sake. okay uh, l-
1: yeah number seven george russell mm-hmm. and number six fernando alonso wow, it's okay. an interesting one that isn't it it's a little bit of a, a little bit no, so different because obviously yeah,
0: little... other, you wouldn't other expect... the has, i think i uh, you know better place i number five if these aren't the same... Sergio Perez. <laughs> number five, Sergio Perez. Number four, Carlos Sainz. Number three, Sir Lewis Hamilton. Number two, Charles Leclerc. And number one, Max Verstappen. <laughs> okay
1: thoughts you back Hamilton i just realized more... something
0: as well mm. I think he's going to have a very very good second half of the season Um, I've just realized though the way I've done my drivers it doesn't really match what I've done for my teams I've said that Guan Yu Zhou and Valtteri Bottas are going to be 15th and 13th yeah I put Alfa Romeo Sauber at ninth in the championship
1: yeah yeah, yeah. At least I said Alpine wouldn't be very like good, Like um, I backed up with the drivers. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so yeah, like I say, P eleven to twenty was actually really difficult
1: to call. It was, yeah. So it was. It well, really, really was. Probably other fair. than other than twentieth. I mean, yeah. But
0: um Go on then, so grab up Your
1: last five. I've gone for Carlos Sainz. Okay. At five. Lewis yeah. Hamilton at four. This, I will say this though, just for everyone comes at me for this. I was, this is the hard other than sort of 10 to 20, this was the hardest decision I had in the way in who went where with Sergio Perez and Lewis Hamilton. But I've gone for Hamilton at four and Perez at three. Obviously Charles Leclerc and Verstappen at number one, the bastard, I hate him.
0: I see now I don't like Alonso and I was asked if I had to support Alonso or Verstappen to win a race or to win the championship. No, I'd go for Verstappen. Verstappen. Verstappy. yeah, that's uh, that's what's Verstappening, I tell you. Um, so there we go. There's our uh, <laughs> there's our little uh,
1: what we think is going to happen. Um, anything else to add there's, in this podcast, Sigurov? I think there's only one more thing that we've. I've realised we've not actually covered. Um, so. When you go to a, like a some types of pub quizzes, there's this wooden spoon for the team that finishes last, okay? Who do you yep. think is going to win the wooden spoon for amount of retirements or forced retirements?
0: Oh, that's a fucking great question. Uh let me have a look at my list. <clears throat> Would you like a team or a driver? Let's go
1: for both just in case. Hmm. That's difficult.
0: I'd be inclined to say. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I cannot...
1: Would you like mine first, Why you think about it?
0: Yes, go on. Well, what, well yeah, I mean, so, yours is
1: going to be, has to win the championship or something, but you know. Um, my wooden spoon, so for the team, yeah, let's go team first. Teams have most retirements, Alpine. The... No, okay. <laughs> The driver to have the most retirements. Who do you think I'm going to say about that? Is it Pierre Gasly? It is not Get Off The Gasly. It is Yuki Tsunoda. Oh,
0: yes! Sir! <laughs> <laughs> I, ju- I can't answer mine because I generally, I can't call it. I I generally can't call it. Um, but what I can tell you, Zagobar, hmm. is if you are interested in watching the Bahrain Grand Prix, qualifying is on Saturday at 3pm UK time and the race is on at 3pm UK time on Sunday, the 5th of March. I, for one, will be watching... Probably with a pizza, because that's how we roll.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as always, I've, I've loved that we've done this, just have to say it, because it's not often that we, um, we get to talk sport in the way that we have today, for example, um, especially not on the podcast, but it's just... It is. It, I, I can't describe it. The, the the excitement that the Formula One build up brings, and even sort of, we get this way when um we, we, when it's sort of in the mid season break as well. We get we get like this. We get this excited about what the the finish is going to be like. So for us to be able to share that with you guys, it, it means a lot to us. Um, now
0: we'll be back. Maybe as an
1: idea to grow up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, come on, Karen.
0: Well, I was just gonna say, maybe if people have enjoyed our take and are interested in Formula One, maybe throughout the throughout the year, we can do like a, like a you know, a Grand Prix review. Whereas if something exciting has happened, maybe rather than doing it as a podcast, we can live stream it, yeah. um, or at least we will record it anyway. And we could do a proper review, we can sit down and we could talk about it. We can get if there's any frustrations, we can get it get it out there. Um you know, imagine if we did that after Abu Dhabi twenty twenty
1: one. Fucking hell. I don't think we've been able to publish anything because What are the rules? The voice notes into that that group chat were expletive, to say the least. That is your homework,
0: Segura you've got to find those voice notes so we can play them cool. on next week's podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, I for one was so angry. I threw my pizza at the wall. Now for anyone that knows me, I love pizza and that was my lunch and I threw it at the wall. <laughs> Potato wedges as well. <laughs> anyway, Sagora, maybe to you to do the outro
1: today. Anyway, as always, Thank you guys so much for listening. If We'll be back next week, but if a week is too long to wait for your Salma Antics fix, Matt how can they get it? <laughs> oh God. Uh, they can go to
0: our Instagram, which is where we're most active, uh, which is at Salma Antics. You can go to our TikTok page, which is at Salma Antics. You can go to our Facebook page, which is the Salma Antics podcast. You can uh, join us on discord link in the thing. Uh, you can, uh, send us an email to Sam at gmail at gmail.com. You can go to our Twitter, which is at Sam underscore podcast. You can go to our Twitch, which is Sam underscore podcast. Uh, and I have to say, Sam is the social media director of Sam Antics. And uh, he has failed to put any social media posts up recently, for which we will be giving him a disciplinary. Just so I'd let you know. See you next week.
1: And uh, we won't go into uh, Matt's debacle last week of uh, his, his his audio uh, levels for the manager of I uh, you. I thought you'd
0: those forgotten situations. Them. So
1: um, both of us will be getting a little slap on the booty. And we will all all that's left to say is we will chat to you next week.